Good morning if you are in Asia and good evening if you are in America and you're maybe not sleeping if you're in Europe. Hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Puppet Podcast. I'm Caroline Carobd and I'm in Montreal, Canada doing this amazing international podcast connecting with puppeteers from all around the world and we are at episode 64. My God, it's going so fast. We met more and more people and people ask to be part of the show. It's so a funny sensation to have like a call from India, from, from Australia, from all over. And just as we are a niche of puppeteers, we connect all together in this weird time, but we, we will reinvent and uh, do our job and put this light life stuff out there in social media and everything. So thank you for joining. And I'm really happy that we, we multiple the channel. We are now on Twitter and on YouTube and on Facebook and on Instagram and at the same time. And it's so cool. So feel free to write in the chat where you are from where you're watching. It's always really interesting to see. And, uh, and if you have any question during the interview, feel free to put it into the chat also. So I want to have a little announcement before we go into the interview, because we have this Patreon workshop that we do every month. And now we grow, we want to do two workshops a month. One about the, the promotion and the job and online stuff and more the online aspect of our new way of doing puppetry, but another one also on building because a lot of people are really interested about tricks and tips about how to build a puppet. So we will have on uh, September 20, the wonderful, if you haven't seen his interview, it's Leonardo del Valle. Leo del Valle will do a, um, an amazing workshop about how to bring more life to your character using the right materials. So we will do a workshop about the, you know, the eyes, how it's important, the nose and the hair and how of those aspects of a puppet to make it really, really cool. And it's quite of a, a guy who have a, a journey into puppetry because he have his own channel and he have built this with other partners, but he have made that growing to 90,000 subscriber with his crew. So it's really something. And we really want to have him in the show and sharing his knowledge about that. So yeah, that was my little announcement before we connect with our first Asian ventriloquist to the Puppet Podcast. Everyone, please welcome in the screen, Mr. Wan Lu. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being part of the show. Uh, thank you for having me. It's such a big honor for me to be part of the show. Yeah, you, you are the, the first of your kind representing ventriloquist and Asian culture. And yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to connect with Philippines and yeah, to, to talk about puppetry. How is That's it? That's right. I'm there? wearing my colors. This is the Philippine flag. 
<laughs> so I'd like to say hello to our to all our Filipino friends who are watching right now. We have a few watching already. So cool, so cool. And it's the morning, so they watch with the coffee as we watch with the glass of water or tea before going to, to bed. Right. <laughs> so, so it's cool. early morning in the Philippines. I understand it's late evening or is it early evening in Canada? It's eight, eight in the evening. Oh, eight in the evening in Canada. All right. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I want you to introduce yourself to the people who maybe don't know your background. I, I put a little quote below your image, but right. I want you to, to promote and say what you are doing in ventriloquism. Okay, uh, well, my name is Juan Lulunaria. I'm a ventriloquist, uh, but also uh, I'd like to call myself a puppeteer because aside from ventriloquism, I do marionettes. I perform with marionettes as well. So mm -hmm. uh, aside from puppetry and, uh, I mean, aside from ventriloquism and marionettes, I also do a little bit of magic. And uh, I perform for children, kiddie parties, events. And basically, I am a, an advocate of Philippine puppetry in general. Wow, <laughs> that's a statement. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, Caroline, uh, the Philippines compared to our ASEAN neighbors, ASEAN is the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. Ten countries, okay. Singapore, Thailand, Myanmar, Cambodia, Vietnam, Malaysia, Indonesia, Laos, uh, Brunei, and the Philippines. Ten countries. The Philippines, aside from Brunei, is the only country that doesn't have its own puppetry art. We don't have our own. Mm. Compared to Vietnam and Thailand and yeah. Indonesia, they have a very, very rich puppetry culture, uh, culture. But the Philippines, we don't have that culture. But when I say I'm an advocate of Philippine puppetry, I mean uh, we would like to show the world, we would like to show everyone, that uh, Filipinos can, can very good puppeteers as well, not yeah. as good as other puppeteers from other parts of the world, but we try. We try to uh, use puppetry the best way that we can. Yeah, that's, that's perfect because that's the job. It's to try and do it and go out there, and that's really part of it. We need to create our job into puppetry. That's so true. Yeah, so I want to know the why. I'm always curious about what makes the, puppetry, the, the art of puppetry an art that you cherish. Well, uh, I love the art of puppetry because uh, I use it. It's very effective in teaching children. And mm -hmm. uh, it's a very effective tool for entertainment. And... Uh, when I say entertainment, just not just entertaining other people in events and parties, but I also entertain my own children, my neighbors, and most of all, I entertain myself, especially now that it's pandemic, not a lot of things to do, uh, but puppetry keeps me busy and puppetry keeps me entertained, even if I'm just alone in a room with a puppet. Uh, I, I tend to be creative when I'm holding a puppet and 
practically talking to myself, <laughs> but with a tool. <laughs> okay, so I love it because of the effect it has on other people. Yes, that's so true. That it's it's a strong effect, like the puppet creating in an audience. And yeah, I really agree with this statement. Yes, not only that, Caroline. You should, I joined a, a Philippine talent contest about ten years ago, and uh, a lot of people think I'm uh, in the celebrity status in the Philippines because of that contest. But that's not true. If I go to a mall, if I go to a public place, nobody knows me. But the minute I bring out the puppet, hey, that's Juan Lu. So, so the point is, they don't know me if I'm by myself. They only know me if I'm with the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You, you are linked with it now. <laughs> yeah, so I tell them I am not the celebrity. It's the puppet who's the star. I'm just the one carrying him around. I'm just the assistant of the puppet. It's the puppet who's the star. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to name it and see it. And I want to have an anecdote. I'm always curious about when your crush for puppetry happened. When? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I started uh, entertaining children in parties and events, uh, grown-ups as well, in 1988. But I was a magician in 1988. Please don't ask me how old I am. I'm... Uh, <laughs> Kind of old. <laughs> but wait a minute. Uh, I started in 1988 doing magic. But in 2005 in Manila, I felt that there are so many magicians already doing the same thing. And uh, so by 2007, 2008, I started adding ventriloquism uh, to my repertoire. And by 2012, I added marionette. And uh, basically, that's how my uh, love and crush for puppetry started. I wanted to be different, uh, a different kind of entertainer. So I added ventriloquism and eventually marionettes on my act. Yeah. And it's kind of linked to magic because, you know, the ventriloquists don't show that is his voice. And it, it's really funny how it's connected. Yeah, well, and puppetry is so strong, Caroline, that I uh, eventually uh, took out, uh, for example, in a 45-minute act. Uh, it used to be a 45-minute magic show. And uh -huh. then uh, when I added puppetry, it's a 30-minute magic show, 15-minute puppetry show, puppet show. Now oh. it's five minutes of magic and 40 minutes of puppetry. So magic <laughs> is now just a little part of the act that I have. Yeah, so, so that, that's really, really cool to, to see that. And I, I just get the, the note that everyone who are watching, please feel free to write where you are watching, from where you are watching right now. It's always good for one and me to know who is watching right now? So right. yeah, my next question is about the training. Like in your opinion, what would be the best field of study to become a puppeteer? Uh, field of study, uh, as, in school, as in in school? Yeah, because or maybe in school. You, you have another vision of, of the training. 
I see. If, if it's in school, I guess theater arts would be perfect because, mm -hmm. like for example, in ventriloquism, um, in magic they have a they have this thing. They say a magician is an actor playing the role of a magician. I believe a ventriloquist is also an actor playing the role of uh, a ventriloquist. Uh, so theater arts would be very, very helpful because in ventriloquism, you act like you're talking to a different person, a different, uh, you know, a different persona other than yours. So um, uh, you also act like you don't know what the puppet is about to say. So it's basically a lot of acting in ventriloquism. So theater uh -huh. arts would be nice, but uh, this is kind of, I don't know if you can call it uh, weird or crazy, but uh, I just realized uh, accountancy could be very effective and, yeah, and uh, engineering could also be very effective. You know why? Uh, engineering can help you build puppets and accountancy can probably help you uh, um, Think of a lot of ideas in puppetry. Just, just, yeah. a, just a wild thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it's, it's linked to other field of study. For sure, we have to know the things on building. And yeah, I agree. Right, right. Yeah. And um, do you have your definition of a puppet? Let's say when a kid asks you or and someone from the family, like how you define in your own word a puppet i in my own words i i think um something inanimate uh turned or something inanimate turned animated is a form of puppetry like yeah. even if it's just a hanky or uh anything anything not alive as soon as you give give it the illusion of life then it becomes a puppet yes that's that's the basic and it's so powerful also yeah I, I, well ch children will will always be fascinated with puppets uh to be honest with you not a single child has asked me the definition of a puppet maybe after this podcast more children will be interested what in is this <laughs> yeah yeah right right and the, yes. how does it work it's always how does it work how does he mm -hmm. talk how, how does he move Children are yeah. fascinated with puppetry movements and, uh, of course, the secrets of ventriloquism. <laughs> yeah, do you do you give uh, sometimes your secrets or or it's something magic like a magician? You don't give the tricks. Uh, well, Caroline, I'm not a very good ventriloquist. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, I'm not the the type like you know Jeff Dunham and Terry Faber. Their lips hardly move. So uh, when you watch me, it's not really a big mystery how the puppet <laughs> talks. <laughs> if you understand what I mean, it's not a big mystery. I'm not that good. But uh, uh, I am proud of uh, maybe I can say my legacy in ventriloquism, especially in the country, because with the help of a few good friends of mine, my mentor, Oni Karkamo, he's the one who taught me how to do ventriloquism. With his help, I, I, I can say that we have a legacy uh, promoting the art of ventriloquism in the country. Yeah, because you are, as you said, known into the area, but has, it's, it's part of, of the success also to, to keep secret, but at the same time, 
yeah, you you could promote what you're doing, and it's it's yeah. amazing. Speaking of promotion, uh, not a lot of ventriloquists go to puppetry festivals. Yeah, I don't know why. Not a lot. Uh, in yeah. fact, uh, I've been going to uh, international puppetry festivals since 2011, 2011. And since then, I've only seen just one ventriloquist aside from myself. Ah. And it's been a, yeah, it's been a lot of festivals. Nine, I've been in Thailand nine times, in Malaysia a couple of times, in Singapore a couple of times, in Japan two times, and uh, only two ventriloquists in those festivals. I don't know. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's maybe because it's different, but at the same time, it's so connected to puppetry. But uh, that's yeah. true. Maybe you have like a, sep a fine, tiny line between both, but let's cut it and put everyone together. <laughs> right. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. I want to know if you feel that the art of puppetry is in an ascension right now or is getting less popular. What is your vision on that? Oh, uh, well, in my country, at least, it's, uh, uh, it's not getting that popular in a way because on television right now, there's, no, there's not a single show with puppets mm. in it. So uh, unlike last two years, there are several puppet shows on TV in Manila in the Philippines, but lately, not a single show with puppets on it. But on the internet, a lot of people yeah. are getting very interested in puppetry in my country. So I could probably, and even not just in my country, even uh, in other countries in Southeast Asia, uh, I think puppetry is, uh, in a layman's point of view, I think a lot of people are getting very, very interested in puppetry. So I don't think uh, it, the interest in puppetry is declining. I think it's getting more famous, uh, although on TV, not so much, but in other platforms, I guess I have to say, yes, it's getting famous. It's getting yeah. more popular. I'm happy you named that, like because that's true that we, we observe an ascension of other platform in our life. Like people watch sometimes more their phone than the TV. They watch more. So puppetry could have a, also a way into other right. platforms, social media and stuff. So yeah, I, I have observed that we're getting more and more stuff out there. And that's, that's well, cool. in, in, in Caroline, in my country, uh, TV is the gauge of popularity. Uh, mm -hmm. But now, because of the pandemic, it's changing. Uh, the last time I watched a TV show was, I don't know, uh, maybe December last year. It's more of the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, more of the internet now. More of podcasts and uh, uh, online shows. Yeah. I think uh, it's the new new. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's good to name it, that we observe from like, like 12 hours time zone distance, we observe the same thing. That's true. That's so true. And this uh, internet thing is really very, very good, very, very amazing because now, uh, despite the time difference, we're talking to each other and everybody's watching from all over the world. It's so amazing. Yes, yes. And it, it's going after the, the live stuff is going 
all over and people watching after the the live so it's it's really interesting oh that's that's so true right right even after the live it's still on and yeah. maybe oh that's uh, you made a good point caroline so i'd like to say hello to my future grandchildren <laughs> for watching this 20 20 25 years from now <laughs> Yeah, it stayed there, and it's it's uh, like a little place you can go and and see good good people who communicating their vision of of right. this wonderful art that we cherish. And um, I want to know your biggest purpose as a puppeteer. Like, what do you see in your career for the future? Ah, in my career. Well, I'm hoping, Caroline. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, the 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 First thing I was uh, planning about puppetry in my career is to earn money. That's just to be perfectly honest with you. It's a commercial thing. It's a livelihood thing. But now, now that puppetry in the Philippines is getting, well, in a way, more popular in other countries because we've represented the country quite uh, mm -hmm. often and quite well, I think my uh, main purpose as a puppeteer is to promote Filipino talent in puppetry. We don't have our own puppetry art, but we'd like to show the world that Filipinos can adopt and learn. And uh, by learning other puppetry forms from other countries, one way, uh, one day we can probably build something we can call our own. You know, we can yeah. combine a puppetry art from Singapore, a puppetry art from Myanmar and Thailand, combine those arts and produce something we can probably call our own. That's our, that's my vision. Uh, something to, uh, to make something a puppetry art and call it Filipino puppetry art in the future, God willing. Wow. That's an amazing purpose. And that's true. Like the tradition in Asia about puppetry is so deep and, and it's, it's from, a, a whole tradition and it's it's you you are surrounded with big strong culture so that's oh that's yes a that's to unite that's so true caroline in indonesia they do puppetry uh, puppet shows uh overnight like a, a single puppet show takes 12 hours can you imagine that uh, the same thing in myanmar and malaysia in thailand a puppetry is so strong that uh uh, I've been in Thailand nine times, nine puppetry festivals. That's how active puppeteers in Thailand is. So yeah. hopefully we can do something similar in the Philippines. If not in my lifetime, maybe in the next generation. But I just want to spearhead it and, you know, try to um, inspire other people to do something similar. Yes, I, I I wish you the best on that. And it's funny because we see the sun. I think in your back is the sun coming by the the window, or oh, is that the sun? Oh no, okay, yeah, yeah it's it's uh it's almost eight thirty in the morning here, and that might be the sun on the yeah, poster. Kind of, yeah, yeah, we see the flare of it. It's so oh. cool. We are right. connected. <laughs> and um, I want to know if you uh. Like, where do you see puppetry in 10 years, in your vision, in your area? Where do you see it will go for the future? Uh, in 10 years, I can imagine a lot of animatronics, a lot of uh, high-tech puppetry. 
but at the same time still i can imagine a lot of you know the the minimalist the peop- the puppeteers who are into the the uh, the original form of puppetry and yeah. uh, i'm guessing in 10 years there will be lots of puppetry forms and uh, it will be more interesting and uh, more entertaining Yeah, that that's good. You are a positive man and you see the future brighter and and really interesting. Yeah, well, we're, we're hoping everything will be fine and as far as the pandemic is concerned, we're hoping everything will be okay in a matter of few months, but in the future, uh puppetry will always be puppetry. I mean, puppetry uh there will be other forms of entertainment, definitely mm-hmm. like video games and everything but still like now uh we get to see the importance of puppetry in homes we teach children using puppetry as a matter of fact i was invited in a school at obi montessori in manila uh we uh on uh, schooling in the philippines schools is now online so they uh-huh. added puppetry in their uh curriculum meaning uh there will be a puppet saying hello once in a while to the children so that's uh, uh something big as far as puppetry in the philippines is concerned as far as myself is concerned because i'm the one doing it to them <laughs> so cool so at the school it's part of the program so it's really a, a good news for puppetry yes definitely good news yeah i'm i'm happy to hear all of this and i i want to know um If for the conclusion i always like to see a puppet in front of the screen i don't oh. know if you have one ready oh uh, well i have a couple of puppets first caroline let me get this i'd like to just show you this quickly before i show you my my favorite puppet this is uh kiko, oh. kiko yeah yeah this is a rep a replica of the oldest ventriloquist puppet or figure in the Philippines. This was used by one of our national artists. Uh in the Philippines, uh being a national artist, national artist is the highest form of uh, uh honor given to an artist in the Philippines. So one of our national artists, Manuel Conde, used this puppet uh in the 1930s and this is just a replica which I wow. got from a good friend of mine Sam Fuentes and uh Manuel Conde's son Mr. June Urbano. So quickly I just want to show you part yeah. of Philippine ventriloquism history. Kiko. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> and and to know that about like national artists it's it's also something to know that it's a a great value. I will go full full house full screen so you you will have Yeah, let me just space. move. Yeah, Caroline, interesting enough There are a couple of uh, national artists in the Philippines who are puppeteers. Uh, Manuel oh. Conde, the late Manuel Conde, and Professor Amelia Bonifacio. She should be in, on your show because she is the mother of Philippine puppetry. And uh, she is a national artist and she's very good with what she does. Yeah, yeah. So we, you could give me the, the detail, her information, and I could contact her. <laughs> okay, so cool. I will. I will. So cool, and and you, we have a friend right there, really protected. 
Oh yeah, Caroline, I'd like you to meet my good buddy here. He, uh, he's my nephew. His name is Nicola. Nicola, say hello. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> say hello. Hi, hello. <laughs> say hello louder. What? Say hello louder. Hello louder. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a quite a, a good nephew, a good boy. He, he listen. <laughs> yeah, he he listens. He listens very well, and as you can see, he's well protected. Yeah, that's right, Caroline. You can never be too careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know the two meter. So that's true with with your uncle. But you're part of the same family, so you're okay. Yeah, that's right. But you know what? That's the problem with ventriloquism. There's no social distancing. You should be two meters away from me, uncle. No, I can't. Without me, you will not move. Well, without me, you will not eat. <laughs> I'm always without so me, easy. you won't have a life. Without me, you won't have a job. <laughs> I really, I'm fascinated with the relationship with the puppet. And and eventual quiz. It's always really like nasty at some point. <laughs> <laughs> hey Caroline, I'd like to take this opportunity uh, to uh, just say thank you to the one who made this ventriloquist uh, yeah. figure, uh, Timothy Cows, Tim Cows from the USA, and Kem Pointer, two amazing ventriloquist uh, uh, figure makers from the states. They did this. They made this for me uh, about. I don't know, 11 years ago, 10 or 11 years ago. It's custom made, it's one of a kind. And uh, thank you, Tim and uh, Cam from USA. Yes, yeah, I think, and you find a good family. So they, they are maybe really happy about, about the match. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And you know what, Caroline, I'd like just to, I, I just want to show you my talent. Oh, yeah? Can you show you his talent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about. All right. Before you show your talent, how old are you? Well, I'm seven years old. How old are you? Seven. What do you want to be? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> you go to school? Uh-huh. Very good. You learn a lot of things in school, Nicola. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tito, Uncle and Lou, now I know how to write. You know how to write? Yeah. What words can you write? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. How come? Well, I don't know how to read yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Nicola, if you want to learn how to read, you should start with the alphabet. Alphabet? I can sing the alphabet. You can? Uh-huh. Okay, sing for Caroline your alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, S, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, N, O, P, U, I, S, T, U, V. W X Y Z. <laughs> if you're really talented, Nicholas, sing it backwards. A D C. What? Sing the alphabet backwards. If you want to impress Caroline, sing it backwards. The alphabet backwards. Can you do it? Easy. Easy. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> A D C D E S G H I J K L N M. Don't scare her. I'm just kidding, Caroline. Don't be scared. I'm yeah. not Chucky. 
<laughs> hey, wait so, a minute. You're wearing a, a, a face shield. That's right. What do you want to tell all the children? Everybody's watching. What do you want to tell them? Well, uh, children, remember to always wash your hands and uh, wash your hands every time. And speaking of time, if you had time, well, wash the dishes as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good advice, Nicola. Right. What else? Well, always, uh, Caroline, ask all the nannies to uh, wear face masks. Face masks? Yeah, especially when they go out. Why? So they won't spread the virus? Nope. So they won't spread gossips. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's helping. No gossip. <laughs> what else? Well, uh, let me see. Uh, okay, to the dads. Always use alcohol for your hands and not for your kidney or liver. I mean, don't drink alcohol. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Alcohol for the hands. That's safe. Yeah, to wash it. That's so cool. Like, Wando, if we want to see more of maybe Nicola and, and you, where we could watch your show or oh well stuff. uh is it okay to promote the show because we do have our online show as well yeah 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 uh, oh thank you caroline we do have our online show ladies and gentlemen it's called the puppet stories uh puppet in manila in the philippines is spelled as p-a-p-e-t -E so it's the puppet stories uh it's every monday 5 30 p.m on the new channel that's tnc Again, Puppet Stories with uh, Nicola and myself, uh, 5.30 p.m. in the Philippines, 5.30 p.m. Philippine Standard Time on the new channel. I hope you can join us. Uh, on our next episode, that will be on Monday, Caroline, my guest will be my very good friend. Uh, I think he's going to be your next guest as well, Steve Axtell. What a coincidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. I interview him tomorrow, so it's so cool. Oh, cool. Please say hello to him because uh, for him, we, uh, we are making uh, a special edition because of the, the time difference in the Philippines and in California. <laughs> yeah, so special edition puppet stories. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. And yeah, everyone have a look on, on One Loose Stuff. And it's, it's amazing how he creates and, and builds stuff. So it's really an honor to have you. And, and Nicola, too. I'm really happy to have you to the show. Uh, thank you, Caroline. The honor is actually ours. Yeah, that's true. It's actually <laughs> our honor to be on your show, Caroline. Thank you very much for having us. And uh, on behalf of the Filipino ventriloquists all over the Philippines, we owe you a debt of gratitude for having us on your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. So everyone, you could say bye-bye to Wanlu and and uh, yeah, we, we, we will see you soon. Yay. Thank you again. And hey. yeah, oh, I remove him. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. <laughs> yeah, it's always so, so funny. I'm a technician at the same time. So yeah, everyone, thank you for watching this wonderful interview. I'm always amazed with ventriloquism art and it's so so cool and again i i want to promote this wonderful workshop we will do on uh 20 on september 20 so here 
Here, here, here. I have it too. It's with Mr. Leo Del Vage from Brazil. He will do a workshop about building. So how to bring more life when you use the right material. So he will show us his talent on this and it will be a, a wonderful time to talk about more the eyes, how the hair and the nose, how all of that is connected towards life into puppetry. So everyone, I wish you to stay safe and stay tuned. Tomorrow we have Axel who will talk about also his building and company in California. So stay tuned. And we do tomorrow also a tour of a studio in UK. So have a look on all of that and have a good evening or morning, however you are. See you.